following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Nui Scruggs. Here we are, everybody. It's the Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. I'm Nui Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by two former Dallas Cowboys players. That's Danny McRae and Barry Church, both former Saints. Yes, sir. With the team. All right. Uh, whew, I guess we got to start at number four here. And, and Jerry Jones making his uh, weekly appearance on, on the flagship radio station of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. A couple things Jerry said here. Number one, he said that Dak should be ready for off-season work by late April, early May. And he says he's not concerned about the injury, that this is something that Dak Prescott can heal up from and be good to go. So, McCray, knowing that the, the, the Cowboys Hall of Fame owner feels this way about uh, Dak Prescott, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, how he feels about when Dak will be ready is kind of irrelevant. That's kind of up to to Dak and how, how how he heals up. So, you know, a lot of times owners and, and, and doctors say, yeah, you know, this is a six to eight month injury. And then you see guys, you know, they're out for a year or they could be out shorter. So it's really just up to, you know, to how fast Dak heals. And uh, it sounds like Jerry has some confidence in Dak being on the squad next year so it's a possible franchise tag coming because anything they say about paying the paying the man you know the Deshaun Watson type of contract or Pat Mahomes type of contract is all emotional right now just because they they feel so bad for him for being such a good guy so we'll, we'll, we'll see how it pans out but I'm, I'm shooting for the franchise tag for them to see you know how healthy he is, he is next year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I hope everything, you know, pans out and, you know, his, the bone grows back stronger than ever and he's able to go out there and, and ball out when he, when he does come back. Um, but for me, you know, the question I want to ask is, you know, what if Andy Dalton goes out here and just balls out? I'm talking about, like, he leads us to a, what are we right now, two and three? What if he leads us to a 10 and six record or something crazy like that? We go to the Ten. playoffs, he makes a nice little, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. What if he balls out ridiculously and he leads us to a nice little run in the playoffs? <laughs> you know, are we still going to hear all this? You know, hey, he's going to be ready for camp. Like he's our future. I can't wait. I mean, that's that's the real question I want to know, but I not, guess only time will tell. We asked you this at we asked you this I know, you know, hey, a couple I weeks know, ago, I, all right? Hey, you, I, you here, know, here you bring up old stuff, man. You bringing up old stuff, man. Why, why don't know about it. We bringing up stuff from months ago, man. Like, what about it? Remember, he, he's all on Twitter. He all on Twitter. He in the uh, here we go, man. We crazy. Not, not, now he's raising the question, like, uh-oh, this, this might be I mean, possible. Yeah. See, Barry, Look. this is why you should should listen to us when we're doing the Players' Lounge. Nah, we were ain't nobody already trying to, to take you man. here. We were trying to already <laughs> take you here. Um, I'll answer your question for you this way. And, and I said it yesterday, I'll, I'll say it again. I expect Andy Dalton to be a starting quarterback for a team next year. Um, and, and I don't expect it to be with the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones coming out today and saying he expect, expects Dak to be fine and be the quarterback of the team. Stephen Jones yesterday saying that he expected Dak to be the, the you know to be the quarterback of the team. Andy Dalton did this on a one-year deal. Okay, it was designed. Hey, I'm going to be here for a year and I'm going to go ahead and, and and move on along. And I think Andy, with these weapons, will be able to put up enough of a resume that'll help him uh, get a contract. 
um, maybe in a Teddy Bridgewater type of situation. You saw what Teddy did uh, for the Carolina Panthers in the offseason, got a nice contract. I think Andy Dalton can still play. But I don't, I don't anticipate Andy Dalton being here. I think that we will see Dak Prescott uh, here. And as far as this team winning 10 games, uh, Church is, is – are they about to get Aaron Donald in a trade? Um, well, I'm just, you know, I'm just I mean, saying. Wait, that. I mean, I you was, tell me how how's this defense going to transform? With, with, you look, know, another starting defensive lineman. That how how's this a ten win defense? <laughs> look, all, I know, I know, I know. We got a lot of factors going against us right now to go ahead and get those ten wins. I was just throwing out there. What if something happens? What if my guy goes on a on a run like Dak did in his rookie year? Ooh. I think the tone will change a little bit. But hey, it's absolutely. If, 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 was a fifth you know what I'm saying so look I don't think it's gonna happen but I'm just throwing the question out there that's all so yesterday it's absolutely gonna change my bad it's absolutely going to change if Andy Dalton goes 10 and 6 because that's a win in the division and that he could possibly win a playoff game the conversation will change because you knew he's gonna say it we talked about how expensive the franchise tag is gonna be next year so that's gonna be tough so you're looking at automatically giving Dak you know, a big contract with Andy Dalton coming off a year where he he won more games than Dak, uh, you know, was projected to win. So I got a buddy of mine who does radio in Philadelphia, so he always has me on, and he had me on yesterday. And he, he was asking me all these Andy Dalton questions. And I said to him, will you stop talking about Andy Dalton and start talking about this defense? <laughs> I said, this people spend so much time talking about the Cowboys' weapons. And, and we, on this show, kept talking about defense more than any other show right here on DallasCowboys.com. We kept talking about the defense. They just lost a starting defensive tackle, and you have people assuming and thinking, well, you know what, the Cowboys are just going to win the division. Oh, the Cowboys can get on this run. They got players that are not buying into the defensive coordinator and his defense, okay? Daniel Jones had 300 yards. Daniel Jones, man. Um, Kyler Murray's coming here. Okay, Kyler Murray, Monday night. I'm worried. It's going to get ugly. This, this, helps, this, helps, this helps Andy Dalton know, Newey. This helps Church's point. Because well, with everything that you're saying, if Andy Dalton comes out here and takes this, takes this defense that we're talking about and this team to 10 wins, this is a legit conversation that we're having all of a sudden. All right, let's, let's get out of the 10 wins. Because we all know the angle. What about nine? <laughs> what if he goes nine and seven or something like that? Because I'm just hearing these 10 wins, and I'm like, all right, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it, it, it got to be the, the bar. The bar has to be ten, Church. It can't be nine. It's got to be ten. He got to win. But, 10 but what games if he goes so. nine and seven, makes the playoffs, gets them that to the count. divisional round? That, that don't count. Get, that, that that don't get him another year here, and that doesn't get Dak out of the picture. With this defense, and he goes nine and seven, goes goes on a mini playoff run. You saying that don't count? Nah, not not to Jerry. Them it don't. All right, we shall see. I, I, I agree with Dan. I, I agree with Danny. I mean, the Joneses have come out here basically the last two days and told you they expect Dak Prescott to be here. And I go back to what you said, Danny. The way he left the field and the respect that you saw from players on both sides and then his former head coach and then the amount of people who reached out to Dak Prescott on social media. I mean, Gordon Hayward today of the Celtics, who had one of those awful leg injuries, broke his leg. Uh, he came out, hey, you know, Dak, reaching out to Dak Prescott. I'm telling you right now. They, they know more so than ever, this is truly the guy. And this is a guy who touched people. You know, I mean, I was listening to somebody's podcast today, um, the Yahoo NFL podcast with Therese Palin and Charles Robinson. And they were both talking about how, hey, you know, normally, man, you, you don't, you know, injuries are injuries, but man, this would touch me. It hit me. They want him back. 
Because one thing we know about Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones loves a good story. Okay, you guys played for him. He loves to get in front and talk to you about stories. He loves to tell stories. What kind of story can he spin with Dak Prescott here? So going back to your point, Barry, about Andy Dalton, I think Andy Dalton will be able to put up numbers here because of the weapons, and I expect Andy Dalton to take that and go get himself a contract some in another team and, and be somebody else's starting quarterback because this was always for him a, a one-year plan. You know, he came into my, hey, it's Dak's team. Um, but I, I, I think especially what we saw from him when he came into the game and, and, and was able to lead to two scoring drives, I, I think this kid will, will go someplace else, and I believe people will go back and say, oh, yeah, you know what, Andy Dalton can play in this league. This is what happens when you play for Cincinnati and they decide they want to spend any money. Um, you know, they, they ran the guy out. And look, they did a smart thing in terms of going and drafting Joe Burrow and moving on from Andy Dalton. I give the Bengals credit for that. Um, it'll definitely be a fun game to see Cincinnati and, and, and Dallas play each other this year <laughs> up, up in the Queen City. But um, I, I, just, I just think that Andy Dalton's going to put up his numbers and lead, and, and as, as he yeah. should, because there's some bad Look, quarterback yeah. play in this league, and Andy Dalton can, go, he can be a starter in this league. Look, I, def- I definitely agree with y'all, both of y'all. I mean, I think, you know, he did this one-year deal and, you know, the circumstances that happened, he's going to be able to parlay that into, like you said, something like a Bridgewater-type deal. Um, but, I mean, let, let's, not, let's not act like, you know, the Joneses haven't said, oh, we're going to keep our guy, we're going to get this guy done, we're going to get everything done, this contract is imminent. Let's not act like they haven't said that in the past. So I'm just saying, man, if this guy goes out and balls out, I think the title changed a little bit, but like I said, I agree with y'all overall. I think Dak will be back here, but we'll see. We'll, we'll have a discussion with that when, uh, let, when the time comes. Let, let me play devil's advocate here one more time because earlier in the year, I, you know, I brought something up to Newey, and Newey shot it down real quick when I said Cam Newton will be going to New England. i tell you one thing. If Jerry Jones and them decide they want to move in a different direction, the sleeveless guy up there in New England – He'll be waiting for a quarterback like Dak Prescott to come on his squad. Like I said, like we talked about last night, there will be no shortage <laughs> of teams who want who want a guy like Dak Prescott. And I think New England will be top of the list. And I, I'm calling that now. <laughs> Jerry, don't mess Ooh, it up. You heard like, it here you, first. <laughs> you'll be seeing guys win Super Bowls up there in New England for a while. Okay, so, okay. so all right, so Danny, here, you're saying Dak potentially to New England? No, 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 listen, no, listen, no, 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 no. I said if Jerry I Jones and them don't, if, they, if, if they if they don't do right by Dak, this is we, we were floating the whole Andy Dalton thing out there, and if the tide turns, this is all hypothetical. I'm not saying that this is going to happen. We were just going down this rabbit hole of if Andy Dalton does this and blah 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 blah. And I'm saying, listen, if they don't do right by the guy, I'm going back to my. It's always somebody, and he will have a bunch of suitors waiting for him to pay him some big money. Okay, so when you say, so, so help me, because I want to make sure I'm getting this correctly from you. When you say don't do right by him, what does that entail? So the, the rabbit hole was, no, yeah, the, the rabbit hole was, one, one, they would have to not franchise him, right? So we, we're going down this, this hypothetical of they're, they're saying Andy Dalton is the guy. Like he goes 10 to 6, and all of a sudden they say, Andy, we're going to stick with Andy Dalton and not pay Dak. That, that's a far off thing, you know, to happen, but this is hypothetical. So no, I'm not saying it's going to happen. When, since we were floating it out there and playing in that world, I was saying if that does happen, it's possible. And, Bill Belichick would be waiting. So Belichick would have to be waiting in 2022 because I'm a, from what the Joneses put out there, I'm anticipating Dak being with this team. 
be it through in twenty twenty one, be it through franchise tag, second franchise tag, or or a long term contract. But if you know, if neither, if, if he signs the one year deal, and you know they, they go through twenty one, so that means Belichick's got to wait till twenty twenty two to get Dak Prescott. Yeah, that, that's why it's hypothetical. That's what I'm saying. They would have to. Okay. They would have to say that Andy Dalton is their guy for this to, for okay. Dak for Dak to get there next year, which we we none right. of us think will really happen. Okay. Well, let me ask y'all this. Let me ask y'all this. Let's just say. Let's just say for since we're talking about hypotheticals and all that stuff, what do you think after this? You know, this injury and all that stuff. What do you think Dak Prescott's number should be going forward with a contract situation? Like it was like it was, you know, there was there was reports that it was around, you know, 35, 36. And then later on, it went up to the to the high 39s, maybe 40s. After this injury, no franchise. Let's just say there's no franchise tag. What would be a fair number in your opinion? Like because you said do right by him. What, what would it be a fair number in your opinion? Over 35. You, you, okay. you, you starting at you starting at 35. I, I mean, because it's not like Dak was running around like Lamar Jackson. The guy, if he heals up right, he comes back. He can he can throw from the pocket. He should still be able to move around just as much as he did before. I know they said he had the first one with three touch, rushing touchdowns. They were from the run, one yard line. It's not like he's scrambling <laughs> yeah. 50 yards, you know, and, and running around the field everywhere. So I think he'll be all right. You starting at 35 at least. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I think the agent is to me. If I, I'm the agent, I say give me the Watson deal. That's what I come with. Give me the Watson deal. Mm-hmm. All right. Respect. Respect. We, well, we know the cat, the cat might go down as well this year as well. I mean, reports are talking about the cat going down 25. So that could oh, do, oh, a little, going down. do a little. Uh, going yeah, down. that could hurt, hurt it a little bit. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But, but if I'm I the ain't worried about the cat. You said you ain't worried about They got to do They, they got to handle that. Not, not us. <laughs> so That's true. Whether, that ain't their job. Whether the money for Dak Prescott on a new deal is 35, 36, 37, 38, 40, I mean, whatever it is, it, to me, it's still going to come down to this whole premise of years. If the Cowboys are sitting here saying mm. we need five and his agents still sit here saying we need four, then they're still going to have a problem here. And, and that, to me, is, is, is the bigger deal, more so than just the number. It's the number of the, the contract number, the average salary, but, but the number of years. The Cowboys want a five-year deal. And essentially, a four-year deal for Dak Prescott means it's a really a three-year deal because we know how these things work. If the quarterback is any good, they renegotiate the final year because it's usually a fatter number in that final year, and you want to get that cap number down. So, you know, it's about those bites of the apple, which is why people want those four-year deals. That's why Goff got a four-year deal. Wentz got a four-year deal. Uh, Russell Wilson got a four-year deal. Aaron Rodgers got a four-year deal. I mean, they all want to go ahead and have the shorter contract and jump back in the market again. So... If the Joneses are still fighting this thing about five versus four, I'll be very interested to see. And oh, by the way, as we spoke about yesterday on the show, the Joneses now have the le- they have the leverage here because Dak is hurt and will not have played a complete season. And just some of the things that they were going to be able to throw out there, they're not able to throw out there, which is, hey, he starts every game. He's always healthy. Look at these great numbers. Look at the team in the playoffs. Look at Dak in the Pro Bowl. Some of those negotiating things that they were going to use are not going to be there uh, when they try to negotiate this deal in 2021. Real quick, real quick, I'm going to ask y'all both real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Real quick, I'm going to ask y'all both. Do y'all think, if they can't get a deal done, do you think Dak bets on himself again? Given though, given this injury and everything, do you think he bets on himself again with another franchise tag, or he takes that five-year deal or a lesser offer? Yeah, he's betting on himself. That, he okay. did it once. 
he'll do it again. And, and how much is that franchise tag again next year? Was it like thirty-seven? It, it, it's up there. It's up there, man. Yeah, yeah okay. There. All right. You know, so, I mean, it's, it's not like you're playing for, for pennies on the dollar. And, and from what Newey just said, listen, if, if they start saying all that, yeah, he didn't play the full season. He's not healthy and all that. The tape that he put out there and the, the taste that, they, that, that he left out there for everybody to see is he's top-notch quarterback. So, I, I, I don't want to hear none of that. It's, it's a freak accident. The dude has always been healthy. He played through a freak accident. And all the, all the hurt guys that we keep on the team, I better not hear nothing about uh, uh, availability <laughs> for Dak Prescott. Dewey, what you think, uh, man? Once again, I would love to have more information about what happened in July when they apparently did talk about getting a contract done and they ran out of time. So to me, the fact that those conversations were being held meant that Dak was trying to get something done. So I believe they'll try to get something done again. And you guys know this because you played in the game and I didn't. But from what I've heard from guys, as they go through the rehab process, you know, what doubts do you have? And if you're having some doubts, if you have some questions, maybe you want to sign that deal and just give yourself some peace of mind versus going out and gambling again. That is something you have to think about. Um, like I said, I've never played at this level, never got hurt, but in talking to guys that have turned down deals, is something they think about. And Jerry says he expects Dak to be 100%, that, that he should heal fine. But I don't know what's in the back of his mind, and I don't know how this last negotiation went, that whether he was like, man, let me go ahead and get this deal done because I, I don't want to think about this. I want to just go out be free and play. So mentally, I think that's a big deal that you got you to gotta ask. We got to get inside the mind of the player and ask the player. Oh, okay. All right, let's take a break yeah. here. We, we, we've dived into DAC enough here. Uh, I don't think we've spoken enough about this defensive line. Defensive line has lost another starter. Let's do that next on the Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. That's Danny McRae, Barry Church. I'm Newey Scrubs. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. 
Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Back to the Players' Lounge. All right, Players' Lounge. We are in our SWBC more, um, Home Mortgage Virtual Studios here. All right, let's uh, get you this much-needed message here. Looking for something to change up your dinner routine? Help support local Frisco businesses by choosing one of the Star District restaurants for information on delivery, takeout, curbside, pickup, and dine-in availability. Visit thestardistrict.com. Com. All right, Players Lounge, I'm Newey Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by Barry Church, former Cowboys safety, and Danny McCray, former Cowboys safety as well. So, Tristan Hill is out for the season. He uh, has an uh, ACL injury, so we wish him a speedy recovery. Gerald McCoy, who was supposed to be a starting uh, Cowboys defensive tackle, he is out for the year. Happened with him with the injury at training camp. So, Don Terry Poe is now the uh, other starter. You've got Tyrone Crawford, who's played some at defensive tackle. And now we get to potentially see what Nevin Gallimore, the Cowboys' third-round pick out of Oklahoma, can do. Uh, checking my notes here, he was a healthy scratch in weeks three and four. And that Sunday was uh, his biggest workload to date, where he played 22 snaps and had a pressure on Daniel Jones in the uh, in the final possession of the game, and the Cowboys also have rookie uh, defensive lineman Justin Hamilton and Ladarius Hamilton on their practice report here. So, uh, ooh, uh, you know, Barry, I, I know you spoke Yo. about a possible ten, ten and six run, but but for me, this defense, and we can talk about Andy Dalton all day long, but to me, this defense has issues, and it didn't get any better with losing a guy like Tristan Hill. So, your thoughts on this de- defensive tackle front going forward for the Cowboys? Yeah, uh, first I allow my uh, I gotta say to the people watching, man, excuse me for my my ten win remark. I mean, my my mind's kind of fuzzy <laughs> right now. Um, Danny Danny put us through a workout earlier today. I don't know if he thought he was Billy Blanks or something, but I mean, I'm out here I'm out here confused right now. So let's you know those ten wins. I'm gonna just swipe those to the side a little bit over there. But back to this defense, man. Look, this defense looks downright terrible they played a little bit better but it was against the the hapless new york giants and look and i think this d-line they got the potential they got the talent to 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 go out there and affect the quarterback but we're just not seeing it and i'm gonna tell you what man i don't know what you know don terry poe got on this organization or something but how is he still a cowboy right now (laughs) i mean if you just look at the tape, if you look at the film, man, he it just he just doesn't look athletic. I mean, he's getting pushed around. There was one time I saw him, and granted, this is a defensive tackle that's he got to be over three hundred pounds. He got pushed back by the tight end <laughs> at least five or six yards, and he was into the lap of Jalen Smith. And you, you just can't do that and be considered a good defense and a good defensive line. So for me, it, it, it's just confusing right now why he's getting so much burn out there. Um, it just, I guess it goes to show you the lack of depth at that defensive tackle position. But um, to me, this, this defense is struggling. It's struggling in all, all phases right now. The defensive line, the linebacker unit, they showed a little bit more pop, but they're struggling in coverage as well. And in the secondary, we've seen what they've been doing so far this year. So for me, I mean... 
Ah, this defense is struggling, and, and ten wins is is nowhere in the in the near future. Like I said, my my mind was kind of fuzzy, so whew, we got a lot of problems to fix. But uh, hopefully, the reinforcements come. I mean, we got we, we got some I'm problems co- to fix. I'm, I'm confused, Nui. What 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 is up, man, with you and this defense? And, and listen, it does not matter. You just last week we said we had three defensive linemen at the bottom of the league for their position. So it's irrele- it doesn't matter if somebody gets hurt or who we put out there. You know, if, if, if they're at the bottom, it's, it's, it ain't no drop-off. It's the same thing. And we already know that this defense is what it is. So I don't think it's that big of a deal, and I don't think it, it, it changes much. I think the big change, you know, that, that, that can come and help us is still Kellen Moore leaning on 21, taking the ball out of quarterback hands and, and, and letting the whole offense revolve around us running the ball and then, you know, capitalizing on play action and getting Amari Cooper in the game, you know, well, you know, if, if he's if he's available. And, they, and uh, see, let's see D. Lamb and Gallup get some spin. Just, but just base it off uh, Zeke. The defense, to me, how they play is irrelevant. We need to control the clock. We know it's going to be a shootout. We're not going to stop nobody. So we just need to find a way to possess the ball more than the other team and score more points. But you, okay, but you know I, I, that ain't happening, D Mac. You you know that that you know listen. that run game is too ugly. You know what I mean. The OC <laughs> shines when the passing game is going on. So for me, I, you know they ain't finna run that ball. He trying yeah, to move up the rankings, man. It's a, it's a hypothetical, you know, just like that. Going <laughs> in the wing line, you know, I, I, like I'm, I'm hoping it happens. I've been I've been saying I've been saying it for a while, but I mean, you know, I saw it in the second half of last of, of last week, and hopefully that light switch is still on and it, it hasn't gone anywhere. If not, we're gonna get ran out of the building by Arizona. Um, <laughs> let me push back on something you said here, Danny. Okay, you talked about the defensive lineman at the bottom. Okay, uh, it was bottom five players interior run. Um, and it was Don Terry Poe, number 72, Antoine Woods, 73, Tyrone Crawford, 74. So you've just lost the best defensive tackle. Now, the other three dudes are still here. Hey. You just lost the best. Hey, hold on. Hold on. You need to put some respect Wait, on Poe wasn't there, man. Poe wasn't no, in the bottom three? No, he was. I'm just saying. Yes. Oh, I thought he said he wasn't not. in there. I'm like, oh, what about no, Tristan, Tristan Hill? Wasn't. Tristan Hill was not. <laughs> I'm just saying that we, when Danny when he when he said, man, we had the three bottom, the three linemen at the bottom. He was in, he was including Hill. And I'm just saying, like, nah, nah, bro. He wasn't one of them. He was the best of the bunch. So this means now that Paul Woods and Crawford, this is what you've got. So you, it, it can't get worse, my man. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm saying. It, 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 it can only it can only get better. So you know we looking up. Oh. We looking up. Okay. <laughs> we okay. Looking okay. Up. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm concerned. And at this point in time, maybe maybe the light goes on for Nevin Gallimore, and maybe he can, can can you know get out here and do his thing. He's got an opportunity. As Jason Garrett, you always use that word opportunity. He's got an opportunity right now that he can get out here. Jason and Garrett. Oh and wow. Okay. Himself. Listen, you. You on JG this week? That's what I'm talking about. Last, hey, hey, church. By the way, last, yesterday I talked to Nui, you know, offline, and he said that Jason Garrett called a wonderful game. He called he a wonderful offensive game. So you know, we can get some JG props. So we can't, here. we can't get no praise on the players lounge. Oh man. So, so, mm, so mm, now, now here's what's interesting. Here's what's interesting. Yeah, you go check social media. Like Jason Garrett saved all these plays to come back and, and throw them on Jerry. The, the plays he didn't run when he was here. So social media just jumping on social media jumping on JG about that. But yes, Jason Garrett had a good game plan and. 
if it's not for the ticky tack call, you know, that, that special teams touchdown, I, I think they end up winning that football game. But hey, it didn't happen. The Cowboys won. Uh, Daniel Jones, 300 yards. I mean, the guy looked decent. I, I still think they're a bad football team, but. This is what the Cowboys defense can do for I you, mean, man. They can sit around here and make you look good. They can make I mean, Jason think about Garrett what look like he's a he's he he can call plays and Daniel Jones looks like a real quarterback. That's what this Cowboy D can do for you, baby. They can get you right. I, I mean, think about what you just said right there, man. They, they let Danny Dimes come in here and throw for over 300 yards, man. I'm talking about a guy that's a walking turnover. He will throw the ball to the opposite team, and we let him come in here and look like. The next reincarnation of, of, of who knows, Eli Manning. I don't know who it is, but he went out there and balled out on us. And it, we just can't have it. I mean, we got Kyler Murray. Were you surprised? Here. It, it, I, I ain't going to lie. I was, was a little surprised. surprised. I was oh, a little surprised. How? I, I, I just thought we would. I don't know. I just thought, you know, with JG coming, we'd throw a little juice in there. What <laughs> made you think? Like, give me something. Give me something, you know, that you've seen in New York that made you Think that our defense is gonna come out here and stop Danny down. You got you got to point something out besides emotion. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just I, I was I was thinking I was thinking with my heart and not my head, man. It, <laughs> it, it, it showed. It is so I was frustrated, man. It was just I mean on that pick play which they threw the flag on that the the one long one of Slayton. It shouldn't even been called a pick. I mean, they, nope. look, the guy was going through his route, and the de- the defensive backs on our side of the ball were on the same level. It was like a picket fence. That's the that's the main thing. Like if you if a quarterback looks out there and he sees that nickelback and the cornerback on the same level, and they're playing man to man, that's an automatic rub. They should know this, but then it comes back to that coaching, and <laughs> it comes back to you that. Got great so coaching. To me, I, oh man, it, it was it was a brutal one. It was a brutal one for your boy on on Sunday. <laughs> the 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 Mike Nolan the Mike Nolan frustration amongst the fan base is real and it's justified here. I was talking to a scout earlier today and we'll take this break. When we come back, I'll tell you what this scout had to say about Mike Nolan and Danny and Barry, you can relate exactly to the criticism that was given about the Cowboys defensive coordinator. We'll do that next on the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com, right here on DallasCowboys.com. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too important? Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor! Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. To Dallas' frontline responders, thank you. To show its gratitude, Tide is offering free laundry services in Dallas to the families of frontline responders. Simply bring your laundry and your identification to Tide Cleaners, and they will wash it within two days. One thing less for you to worry about. While you take care of us all, Tide will take care of the laundry for the families of frontline responders. To learn more 
and find a location near you. Visit hope.tidecleaners.com. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. To the Players' Lounge. Hey, get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United. You are in the Players' Lounge of Newey Scruggs. Longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by former Cowboys players Danny McCray and Barry Church. So got on the phone with a uh, NFL scout, and he says, all right, here's what I'm hearing. According to the people he's talked to over the star, says Mike Nolan's playbook is thick. It's very thick. And he says guys are not getting the playbook, which is why you're seeing them struggle, which reminded me of something that you guys pounded home all offseason about what happened with you guys with Rob Ryan when he was the Cowboys defensive coordinator and you didn't have an offseason. Rob came in here with a huge, thick um defensive playbook and it was not a good result no not not at all and uh look i mean it's hard learning a defensive playbook especially one that's as thick as you know these guys are talking about especially with no otas no mini camp an abbreviated training camp and you don't even really get to go out there against live bullets in preseason and kind of and kind of practice that uh, that playbook. So for me, I mean, it, it's hard. It's extremely hard. And what we had back when Rob Ryan was here and he tried to implement that defense, I believe we had a full offseason and it was still hard. I mean, for every offensive audible or check, he had another check with me. So like every time they motioned, we, we would check with him and decide which we wanted to play with uh, with a defense we wanted to play. So it was extremely hard, man. And, and I can only feel what these players are going through because, I mean, with all that abbreviated offseason to go out there and try to perform at a high level when you don't really know the playbook, I mean, it slows your game down because you're out there thinking too much and, and boys aren't, re- or aren't just going out there reacting. So I can feel what these boys, what they're saying as far as be- the, the playbook being a little too difficult. Hold on. Absolutely. You know what? I'm not letting these dudes off the hook with this playbook too <laughs> thick. None of that, bro. I'm not letting it happen. We have talked about this on the show for the last few weeks about, about the type of mistakes. We're not talking about schematic mistakes. We're talking about technical mistakes and hustle. If you like that has nothing to do with the playbook, all right? Like we said, okay. Warley backing up into the end zone had absolutely nothing to do with the playbook. He knew who he had man to man. He knew what he was supposed to do. And he didn't do it. Just like we just talked about on the pick play. That had nothing to do with scheme. They knew that they were a man-to-man, and they got picked. And, and luckily, they got the call. Against Cleveland, they weren't hustling. Nothing to do with the scheme. <laughs> they just didn't do it. So I'm not going to put it all on the scheme. And if you watch the defense, to me, it really doesn't look that complicated. Against Seattle, when they got beat on those deep plays, it looked like a simple cover four play with eyes in the backfield. And that has nothing to do with scheme. That was just them not being disciplined. So I think a lot of this is on the players not doing what they're supposed to do. And that goes to your position coaches as much as it goes on uh, NOLA. All right. Uh, it's Tuesday. And we have the rarity. We have Tuesday night football. 
The Buffalo Bills are in Nashville to take on the Tennessee Titans. Gentlemen, have you ever played, go, even going back to college, have you ever played on a Tuesday night? you damn right I played on it. I, went, I was in the <laughs> Mac University, man. I was, I was a part of the Mac, man. We play on Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Saturday, Friday. It don't matter what day. And I tell you what, you was expected to go to class the next morning at 7 a.m. I mean, it was ridiculous. So I know exactly what they're doing. I, I'm, I don't feel sorry for none of these players. Y'all making millions. I wasn't making nothing but a stipend check to pay my rent in college. So, look, I know what they're going through. They need to get their butts ready to play and Josh Allen show up because I need you for my fantasy team, man. I need you. <laughs> yeah. I, I listen. You know, going, I'm going sorry, to man. The, uh, I didn't mean I didn't mean it hurt you. Man, you get your heart like that, man. Man, you get your heart right there, man. Yeah. The great LSU. The great LSU, Louisiana State University. We never had to play on Tuesday. Uh, but it looks like we should be playing on Tuesdays, you know, what we've been rolling out there this season so far. So you know, you know. Gladly, we haven't had to. So, church, I do not understand your pain. But these dudes, they know, they they, they know what's at stake. And and I think what well, Tennessee hadn't played in two weeks. This is this is a second week, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so they, so, so they should be ready. They should be ready. Uh, I think Buffalo gets the dub, though. Ooh. Hmm. All right. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Write it down. Let's let's put it on the board here. All right. So, <laughs> put it down on the board. So D Mac, you got you got Buffalo. Buffalo winning. I got Buffalo okay. by fourteen, by the way, Nui. By fourteen. By fourteen. Wow. All right. Absolutely. But Buffalo is the truth this year. Yeah, I Church, got uh got? I got Buffalo by ten. Got Buffalo by or not but yeah, Buffalo by ten. Is it at Buffalo or is it in Tennessee? It's in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm. I'm still going Buffalo by ten. Still going Buffalo by ten. All right. Give me Tennessee on a field goal. Uh, on a field goal. Tennessee on a, Tennessee nice. on a field goal. Tennessee can make it back to back weeks? At home. He can make it back to back weeks. I don't know. He's trying to steal my Nostradamus name, man. If you yeah, get back to back, I'll give a name. I'll give it to you. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, Tennessee, no, have, you got plenty of time to get ready. Plenty of time to get ready. <laughs> Listen. I mean, think about it. I, 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 think, they, they have plenty of time to look at all the film. They they should be ready for this one. You're at home. You don't have to travel. I mean, they should be ready to play this football game. They losing You're this right football game. That. It all okay. comes down to Josh. If Josh Allen is able to go out there and use his legs and arm, it's, it's going to be a wrap for, for Tennessee. But if they can bottle them up, they, they might have a chance. But like I said, I need Josh Allen to ball out because right now fantasy in Danny's league, I mean, it's, I'm getting destroyed right now. So we ain't even going to talk about that. But in my other league, I got, I got a chance, man. I got a chance. So I just need Josh Allen to do what he does, man. Okay, so we got, we got some Tuesday night football here. Uh, by the way, some news that has come out uh, that the NFL is thinking about bubble locations and that Dallas-Fort Worth and Los Angeles are two potential places where we could see an NFL playoff bubble. Gentlemen, your thoughts about that? Man, I hope they don't come to Dallas. Man, we already got enough people here, man. It's already jam-packed. I mean, they already talking about voter lines out the out the way, man. Look, let's go somewhere else, man. Go go to go to California. Go to you know Arizona or something like that. 
Man, there's too many people here already, man. I already feel like it's too crowded in here, man. So I ain't trying to bring no bubble in, bubble atmosphere, and some more COVID people. Man, I ain't trying to do all that, man. So go somewhere but, else with all that. Yeah, I don't... I, listen, unless they're going to follow it by, by the book and, and to the T what the NBA did, I don't think it makes sense. If you're going you to have a bubble and you're going to allow 60,000, 70,000 fans to come in the uh, stadium, it makes absolutely no sense. So i like to see like what they really plan on doing and how they plan on making it work. But, you know, if, if it isn't exactly like the NBA, I, I'm not, I'm not, I have no confidence in it. Here's where I would, I'll say this to you, Danny. I think... Depending on how we see November and December go, if it gets bad, and, and I don't know if you've paid attention to the news or not, but over in Europe, they've had cases of COVID come back strong. And we're talking about some cases in London uh, where it's, and in Spain where it's as bad as it was in March. So if there's a second mm. wave of coronavirus that hits and it affects NFL teams, then maybe the NFL has to go to a NHL, NBA-like bubble where you just simply say, okay, we're bringing folks here, we're locking you up. Um, and I do think we're going to see an 18th week. I think we'll see an 18th week here. So, so I think that that you know, if it goes the way the, the the you know the true scientists are saying, you may have to do that very thing, Danny. And then you go have people trying to go get wings and folks sneaking in. I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun because there's a lot more players going to be in this NFL bubble. And you going to bring them to the Texas? We we like one yes. of the most lenient lenient states in, in the in the country right now. Yeah, and, that, and that's where you gonna bring them to. Right, I think we seventy five percent right now. <laughs> you know, that's crazy. Bar bars opening up at fifty percent. I mean, <laughs> church they never closed. They never closed church. Yeah, you right about <laughs> that. You right attention to that. <laughs> but hey, but you gonna bring NFL, it here, man. The NFL can impose whatever you know, stipulations they want. They can sit up here. We don't care if the bars are open. You guys are limited, and you can only go to these certain areas. Man, I, just, I don't think they're going to be able to control all those NFL players. I mean, it's wishful thinking, but I don't know, man. I don't know about that one. But don't you want, but wouldn't you like to see it? Wouldn't you like to see it, though? Yeah, you got it, Vince. You'd like to see it. If it's a train wreck, I would like, I would at least like let it happen it. here. Yeah, if it's going to happen, <laughs> let it happen right here. Let us see right before It'll give us eyes. something to talk about on the players' lounge. Exactly. It'll give us something to talk about. <laughs> exactly. You know what? You, you guys will never go back to the star because I'm sure they'll have some folks over the star. So, <laughs> so they'll be, we'll never, they'll be all we'll over We'll never there. be allowed to <laughs> Hey, check check yeah. this, uh, man. Listen, listen. I hate I hate to go backwards, but like I, I did get to bring this up, you know, because we all been on the uh, expecting and hoping and you know whatever all this happens. I got to get back on deck one more time for, for for this, just for some for us to think about tomorrow. If Dak doesn't heal up in the expected time, right? And let's say it's a setback, and we start getting into September and then October to where he's not active yet. What do you see happening? Contract wise for him, mm. you saying if he's not ready by October of next year? Yeah, because well, so 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 right now we, we they say they're expecting him to to be in OTAs and minicamp and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Say say the, say the guy's not able to perform. What the the uh, franchise tag is? What July? Like the middle of July? July. He's like July fifteenth is the de yeah deadline. So okay. so 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 how does his health around that time affect? the Cowboys' decision, right? If, if he hadn't already signed a deal by then, they don't know if he's healthy, they don't know what's going on with his health, Does it, and, 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 they, and they have the franchise tag in his face. It's just something to think about. 
Mm. Look, I mean, it's real simple. If they don't have a long-term deal, July 15th, they tag him again, he has to play on it. Then you start to ask yourself this question. Is he going to show up to camp? I don't think so. You know, that, that's the big question. Does he show up to camp? And you could, you know, the, your worst case scenario is you're dealing with an Andrew Luck-like year where they kept telling everybody, oh, Andrew Luck is fine, he's fine, he's fine. God never played the whole season. So that, that's mm-hmm. your worst case scenario. You know, that worst case scenario of there's no deal done, they franchise tag him, he doesn't come to camp, and when he finally does show up that, that he's not able to do what you want to do and maybe he doesn't play the whole season. That, that's, that's your worst case scenario, that you've got $37 million wasted. That could potentially happen. Mm. I don't think it will, mm. but I have to account for the possibility because from Danny, from what you're saying, and you're throwing out there, okay, yeah, it, it could be there. Uh, but... They're, they're going to have some working knowledge, I believe, by July to know where Dak Prescott is to, to see if they want to you know, proceed with the deal. Yeah, but my, that, that's my point. That, that's my point, though. You know, like, you know, COVID might not be over. They might, they might have to go through the same type of offseason that they went through now where they don't really get to see much of Dak. They don't really get to see much of, of how he can perform and, and him running around and being around the team. You might you might have to be the Cam Newton situation. Like, we, we don't really know. Okay. You know, Danny, I, I'm glad you put, brought it there. And as we get ready to end this show, we got 60 seconds. I'm going to end this with what Jerry Jones spoke about on his radio show today. And he said he prefers to live in the land of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the word? Nia... Naivety, okay. Naivety, yeah. So you like to be, you know. Live, tell oh no, no, oh yeah, no, I got you. So, so, so that's Jerry, you know. Um, so he he he'd rather be naive. So Jerry's gonna live in the land of uh, naivety. That that's the word, naivety. So Jerry's mm-hmm. prefers to live there. So you bring up this real world scenario. Jerry's not wanting to think that. He wants to be optimistic and and think it's all roses and rainbows and everything will work out. Uh, that is our time today. On the Players' Lounge. Danny will be back with more negative scenarios tomorrow. And we will die <laughs> at that point in time. For Barry Church, Danny McRae, I'm Dewey Scruggs. And, of course, our producer, Chris Beam. This has been the Players' Lounge. Brought to you by Hotels.com right here on DallasCowboys.com Radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!